the following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Hey, yo! Let me talk to you. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome to episode 35 of In The Corner. As the amazing voiceover man says, I am of course Benny Mac. Welcome to the show. Hope you all had a good weekend. Hope you enjoyed Smackdown this past week. We are edging ever so closer to the Royal Rumble. So cool. As I sit here right now, it's Sunday. And we are literally almost, well, we're less than a week away now, aren't we? Going to be so awesome to see that. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking, uh, what, do you, believe it or not, we're going to be talking a little bit of Chris Jericho, even though he's in AEW. Um, SmackDown had a uh, tag team tournament, and the number of contenders will go on to face the Usos for the SmackDown tag team titles. So we are looking like they are at least attempting to split these uh, tag bouts up back to their respective uh, brands, which is good. A lot of tag teams coming back together at the moment. Uh, this past week on Raw, obviously the part I did mention it, but the possibility of the Hurt business possibly something else I didn't mention at the top of the show there was Shawn Benjamin in the in WWE for twenty years or wrestling for twenty years since his debut in WWE at least anyway that's what it is and some great moments from Shawn Benjamin and I'm sure we're going to talk mention Shawn Benjamin on the uh, Raw show uh, on Wednesday. A um, little bit of business before we get on with the show. Um, so obviously you can follow the show as normal at in the corner. WWE on Twitter. Email the show in the corner WWE at gmail.com. Let us know. I want to know your thoughts on anything WWE, what's going on with the company, whatever it is, what you're liking, what you're not liking, and we'll uh, we'll get it on the show. Uh, my mic is going to fall off its stand. There we go. Um, but yeah, Royal Rumble, I'll go through some of the participants that have been actually being announced, and both men and women's Royal Rumble as well, this, uh, the ones we know so far. Um, I can't believe it's in 20 years since Shawn Benjamin. Team Angle as he debuted as. And um, that match with Shawn Michaels in the Gold Rush tournament. Um, awesome. Even to this day. What a finish as well. Um, I'm sure you all remember that one. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Gold Rush. I want to say about 2005-ish, 6-ish maybe. I'm not really... 2005. I don't even know anymore. Somewhere around there. Have a look on WWE Network or Peacock or wherever you are able to watch WWE products. Um... What was I going to say? Yes, business. So Wednesday, we're going to do little things a little bit differently in a in a sense, okay? We're still going to be whacking out some content and stuff, but Wednesday we're doing a very special, um, and as it stands right now, and I'd love you to give the show a subscribe, a follow right now if you're fans of any of these guys. Um, I, 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 if you're a fan of me, brilliant, I love it, but uh, it's not about me. So I, was like, I know the show's called In the Corner with Benny Mac, but it's not really about me. It's about hopefully entertaining you, keeping you company for that half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be, and chatting about some uh, good old wrestling and whatever else is going on in the world sometimes, but mainly wrestling on this show. Um, Raw, it's 30, uh, Raw is 30 years old on Monday. Um, 1,500 episodes. Um, it's insane that many. Um I think the only one that may become even close and even then and not even anywhere near it, I think maybe Simpsons, but I could be wrong on that. I didn't really look it up. Um, but yeah, Wednesday, uh, Tyler's coming back for a show and he will be hopefully be back from 
for then on. But uh, Raw 30, can't not have Tyler on the show for Raw 30. Some great memories. We'd, we were talking via message in, uh, the other day, and we're trying to just like get our favorite moments in and what we're going to talk about. We're not going to do like a countdown or anything. We're just going to talk about Raw and when we started watching it and all that kind of stuff, basically. Um, but also, Mr. SJP himself, Sai, should be coming on as well, joining us for about an hour or so. And we're just literally going to talk Raw for an hour, basically, and some of our memories and whatever else comes out. And then the plan is, again, the plan is on so the normal Raw and our Royal Rumble predictions will be out on Thursday on SJP World Media. So keep an eye out for that. And then obviously we'll be back on the old... Um, because of the way it works, because the the premium events, you should not... I know we're Wednesday, Sundays most of the time. When there's a pay-per-view on, we do it things a little bit different because we want to fit it all in. Because now the pay-per-views, premium events are now on a Saturday. Just want to, We want to enjoy it ourselves so we can then come to you and talk to you about it on the Wednesday again. So we'll go back to regularly scheduled programming the week after. But um, big show on Wednesday. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Uh, to talk raw, I mean, again, I put a tweet out, but let me know at in the corner WWE on Twitter your favorite raw moments of all time. If you can even name any, side message me. He said, I've got a list, Benny. Hundreds, he said. I can't narrow it down. Then I mentioned a few others. He goes, Oh, I've got to put those on the list as well. So it's just so many moments. And it's personal to you, isn't it? At the end of the day, I got so, I mean, I'll tell you my now, and we'll, I'll probably reiterate. I've seen, you may have seen it on Twitter at in the corner WWE. Cheap plug again. Um, my one of I'm not saying it's my favorite moment of all time, but definitely up there. One of my favorite moments is when Chris Jericho uh, becomes WWF champion. You know, only for about ten minutes, but it was such a cool moment. The commentary, the match was brilliant. The setup was awesome, and it ju- it just all it was one of the most perfect moments for me watching Raw at the time. Loved it, um, and it was an amazing moment. But I'm sure you've got so many. I mean, there's, I'm not going to mention any more because we've got Wednesday show to do. And you'll hear all them. But yeah, you've, you've got time. At In The Corner WWE, DM me, post it, at me, at In The Corner WWE, and let me know some of your raw favorite moments. Um, whether that's cash-ins, uh, anything really, weddings, which never really seems to go very well. <laughs> In most uh, soapy type things, they don't, do they really, <laughs> I suppose? Um, but yeah. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Some of you may have not heard the uh, voice. I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna do it again. I did, but I've, I've sampled this um, off uh, off another show on SJP uh, World Media. Hey, yo. Oh, that wasn't loud enough, was it? That was nowhere near loud enough. What's going on? There we go. Hey, yo. Mr. Cy Powell himself <laughs> here on uh, the In the Corner podcast. But yeah, let's crack on with um, let's crack on with the show. Let me talk to you. So right, we got so Chris Jericho. Like I said. We don't normally mention, not that we don't mention Jericho, but we don't really talk about him that much because he's in AEW. Um, and to be honest with you, as much as, unless this becomes a, an actual job, then I'll sit down and watch all the wrestling shows. But at the moment, we're just doing WWE. There's nothing wrong with AEW. There's nothing wrong with Ring of Honor. There's nothing wrong with any other promotion. I just don't have time to sit down <laughs> every day and watch all the wrestling. Probably jumble my brain, to be honest. Um, I've retained more knowledge about WWE wrestling over the years since 2000 than I did any of the stuff I learned in school. So that kind of says it all, really, doesn't it? Um, there's a great tweet gone out from Chris Jericho. <laughs> and it's, um, I didn't really quite know what was going on. I haven't listened to the story. Uh, I just thought the tweet was funny. Uh, Chris Jericho tweets, Hey, Derek, the manager. Uh, I'm at uh, Hilton Hotels, Diamond member. He's got so many points and all that kind of So why did you threaten me when I checked into Hilton uh, President in Kansas City? 
and they didn't have the rooms available apparently that they paid for um and he threatened and demeaned me when all i wanted was the rooms i booked or for service now ain't me funny if you've booked a room in advance which you have to do with these hotels um then i can understand why jericho has peed off but he's tweeted it out it's got so it's got like as I sit here right now with these guys, it's got something like 535,000 views, 4,000-odd likes. It's been quoted and retweeted so many times. But the best one I saw was, um, you know, uh, Derek, the manager, you just made the list, which I thought was absolutely hilarious, to be honest with you. Um, uh, they did reply to him. Your frustration is certainly understandable. Let's have a conversation over DM to learn more about your experience and assist you further. Um and so whether what's going to happen, I don't know, hopefully Jericho says something maybe on his podcast or even um, <laughs> even maybe there's like a AEW reference. Maybe I don't know. But this was about they tweeted this at 5.45 a.m. I don't know if that's my time or his time, but um, it's been, uh, when was it? So it's today. Yeah. So sometime today, um, whether he's touring or getting like, well, maybe AEW's nearby, I have no idea. But I just thought that was quite funny. Jericho went to. He, he doesn't pull back his punches. He doesn't pull his punches, as they say. So, yeah. Um, but there we go. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought it was quite a funny tweet, to be honest. Uh, like I said, the meme more than anything made me laugh, which was, uh, you just made the list. Derek, the hotel manager, you just made the list. Damn it, I should have sampled that. I should, oh, my God, why didn't I do that? Best thing I do to Derek, the manager, is this. Juice. Juice, please. That's about it. That's all I can do. Because uh, that's the only sample I got. Uh, I mean, I've got, like I said, the samples, I'm trying to, I'm working on the samples slowly, actually. I'm going to share this with you now. There was one I was looking for when Ty went on a rant, and it was brilliant. I wanted to get it on the on the panel here, but I don't have it. But I do have, so as you've probably heard the last from last show and then this one, we've got uh, LA Knight. Let me talk to you. Mr. Sai himself. Hey, yo. And, shoes. And, shoes, please. And, and uh, Chad Gable, because <laughs> I love the shoosh. I thought it was brilliant. So, yeah, there we go. Some sound there on the old sound, soundboard. And that's not me adding it in after. That's me doing it live. Um, I think it's look, come from my radio days when I was uh, volunteering and stuff, just having to do it there and then. So um, kind of driving the desk, as they say. I think the way you call it driving your desk, you ain't going anywhere. Um, but there we go. I've gone on to a rant. I have no idea why, so I apologize. I hope you had a good Sunday. See you later. No, I'm joking. Right, so, SmackDown show this week. I've just realized, um, yeah, I've lost it. So we'll do that in a minute. Let me search it back up again. I've just realized I have lost my SmackDown list that I had uh, up a minute ago because I was editing some other stuff. SmackDown results. Bring those back up to jog my memory. Um, but what we will talk about quickly, because this is part of SmackDown as well, is they are, like I said, they're having that uh, SmackDown tag team tournament. Um, eight teams uh, doing it. They did all the first round matches this week on SmackDown, which was really cool. I, I, I do like a, t- a good tournament every now and again. I missed the King of the Ring pay-per-view. I think I may have said that on the show before, to be honest with you. Um, but it's just one of those things that didn't really seem to go anywhere. As I said, I think I, think I said on the Wednesday show... Quite possibly, the um, might be a good way of testing how, if they split the undisputed title, you know, the Universal and WWE again, which apparently by all reports are saying they will do that. Whether that happens, I have no idea. When it will happen, I have no idea either. We could be having Roman Reigns as a champion for another year yet, for all I know. I have no idea, but I'm enjoying the stuff, as I've said before. Um, so, uh, we have the Viking Raiders taking on Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. 
So he thinks it's a bit random at the moment. Uh, not random, because they have been a team before. But obviously the whole Seamus doing the brawling brutes thing. It's interesting to see where that would go. Um, Drew McIntyre and Seamus did uh, defeat the Viking Raiders in a very hard hitting match. You know, in terms of the punches and all that kind of stuff. Um, Los Lotharios took on Hit Row. Hit Row actually uh, went through. Uh, the Hit Row's demeanor in the whole... Uh, not Maybe not their presentation, but their whole demeanor is definitely shifting more towards heel. Um, after the big man on the team tried to do an over-the-top, and that genuine, genuine botch, well, as far as I'm aware, it's a genuine botch, caught his foot on the top rope and kind of flipped over. And they were taking the mic out a few weeks ago on SmackDown, and um, they were all laughing and joking, even he was. And it got to a point where Ricochet said something, and Ricochet and him end up having a match. But the whole demeanor's changed from Hit Row, so it's interesting. But they went through, they beat Los Lotharios. Uh, so next week on SmackDown, I believe, is Drew McIntyre and Sheamus taking on Hit Row. Um, and then obviously whoever wins that will go into the uh, final to take on either the winners of the Imperium. So I'll tell you this actually before I do that. So Imperium took on the other half of Brawling Brutes, uh, Butch and uh, Ridge the Fridge. Imperium went through. Like, um, formerly Fabian Eichner and uh, Ludwig Kaiser, isn't it now? Um uh, Maximum male models uh, lost to Ligado del Fantasma. Thank God, I hate that male model team. <laughs> I'm quite like I know that the del Fantasma haven't quite got there yet. So I can see them getting there, but Imperium versus Ligado del Fantasma could be interesting because we obviously we have Selena Vega and others outside the ring. Whether um, uh, Gunther will be ringside for that match. So uh, basically, we've got uh, Imperium versus Ligado del Fantasma. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus versus Hit Row. So one of those four teams will uh, go into the final. I, I, I'm i not sure when the finals actually, whether they're going to be, maybe they'll be at Rumble, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, it's gonna If they're going to keep doing this, it's going to get to a point where the Usos may have to defend the Raw and the SmackDown tag team titles in one night. Possibly we'll have to, which could be quite interesting, to be honest. Maybe like a, when, do you remember when Jericho... Um, Beat uh, beat Rock for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship, and then Austin came straight out of in Vengeance, which then crowned the new Undisputed Champion. So it could be quite interesting. On um, that, I don't really know who's a pick uh, win-wise on this one. To be honest with you, um, I suppose the favourites, no disrespect to the other two teams, would be Drew and Sheamus and Imperium. But then Hit Rose uh, has changed their sort of like um, their whole dynamic. Legado del Fantasma, I'd quite like to see them go through as well. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm excited to see who does it and who could possibly be um, becoming or at least attempting to take those tag team titles um, off the Usos, which would be uh, which would be really cool. Um, and move on to SmackDown. SmackDown this week was brilliant, to be honest. It's actually a really good show. I really enjoyed it. They had the tag team, uh, like I said, they had the tag team um, tournament matches, the first round matches. They did all those on SmackDown. Um, very match heavy show, which is uh, nothing wrong with that. Um, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. This is like the story at the moment, and that's not taking anything away from this uh, from anything. But I've just got to talk about it. Um, Reigns um, basically told Sami to leave. Uh, the uh, his uh, dressing room very off with Sammy. 
Paul Heyman looks very confused and very like shocked and like doesn't want any trouble. But uh, later on in the show, um, <laughs> Paul Heyman says to Roman in a very respectful way, he's very like my tribal chief, my tribal chief, and all that kind of stuff. He's basically saying it's better to have Sammy in the on the island of relevancy, pissing out, than I have him in, having him outside pissing in. Uh, so Roman Reigns apologizes to Zane for his outburst, crediting Heyman for reeling him in. But it still feel, it feels forced by Paul Heyman to apologize to Sammy, and then they um, give Sammy kind of a menial, not menial, but like basically says, "Go and make sure the cars are ready, make sure our planes ready, because once we do this contract signing with KO, we're leaving." So that leaves uh, Sokoa, Usos, and Roman going out to the ring to do this. The uh, the contract signing. Uh, Roman goes out first, which is uh, which is you know typical, I guess. Um, uh, Usos are already in the rings. Uh, Roman sat down in his chair with his feet up, and then KO comes out of nowhere and annihilates the entire bloodline. Um, manages to fight off the others and keep them out of the ring. Then um, Roman comes at him. He manages to powerbomb through the table. Owen signs the contract, and with everybody kind of shocked in KO leaving, Sammy comes down, is in the ring, and has the contract in his hand and looks at the contract, looks at Paul, looks at Roman, looks at KO. It's, it's interesting. I don't really know. I think it's obviously. We're, I think we're all expecting it. Sammy's going to eventually either be kicked out of the bloodline, or he's going to see that he's actually being taken advantage of because he has done a lot for that group. To be fair, he really wants to be. He makes out he's part of the family and everything, but he's never been truly accepted. Basically, um, Sammy. The reason why Roman was getting annoyed with Sammy was because last week, um, Sammy and KO had a match which was ordered by Roman allegedly. Um, so. It looked like Sami Zayn was going to win the match, but K, um, but the bloodline came in and with uh, so the Usos and Sokoa came in and started beating up KO, and Sami looked shocked, um, and he's trying to tell Roman that he just didn't know this was part of the plan, and that's where Roman gets annoyed with him and says like basically well, I don't have to run anything by you and all this kind of stuff. What I quite like about this, Roman's been champion for so long. Um, He's getting he's getting to that point now where he's getting it's almost like Roman's getting paranoid that everybody's out to get him if that makes any sense so that's how it seems to me um, it was a great way to end SmackDown um, and it just capped off a pretty decent um, pretty decent SmackDown to be honest with you um, I'm not going to say it's SmackDown of the year because we're only in January and it's only the 22nd uh, as I sit here and talk to you now so. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's one of the best in the, in the last couple of months, definitely. Um, Braun Strowman announces participation in the Men's Royal Rumble. We'll go through that a bit more later on. Um, what he mentioned, the tag teams. Uh, LA Knight uh, defeated a local guy, I think, called Greg Jones uh, after landing the Snapmare Driver. A great move, by the way. An absolute great move. Let me um, talk to so I loved it. So... Um, and then um, we have um, the f- return. I've got the music. Firefly Funhouse was uh, coming on screen. The response from the crowd was brilliant when they saw that logo come up in the mu- you know the, the music. I'm not going to even attempt it. Um, it was really good. The response was really good, um, and I love uh, how it basically ended with because um, every pitch match pitch black match at the Royal Rumble which is so easy to say apparently 
Um, Uncle Howdy was also featured as well. Uh, but Bray Wyatt basically saying, you've opened the door. I think refer- I think referring to LA Knight, but I'm not sure whether it's referring just to LA Knight. It might be to us, the fans. You've opened the door. Now it's on you what comes through. So whether that's whether that's um, The Fiend, Uncle Howdy, Sister Abigail, or all of these things that were sort of seems like they were locked away in this Firefly Funhouse could now reminisce into the or re- uh, appear in the real world, so to speak, if, if that makes any sense. Um, I will admit I haven't been overly keen on this pitch black match, but that was a nice segment between those two. Short, sweet, to the point, and let's go. And it was uh, really cool. Like I said, the, the, the pop for the Firefly Funhouse logo popping up on in the music, the crowd loved it. And even I smiled a little bit, to be honest with you. So it was really cool. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it, really. So again, uh, uh, L- uh, Lacey Evans, sorry, um, showed off the Cobra Clutch and she's having uh, theme vignettes. Very much got that military... Obviously, she is former military police, I think. So very much do it. I I can't help it, but I'm going to say... I'm not going to say it is 100%, but... It did remind me of Sergeant Slaughter a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But I like the vignettes. Um, they even mentioned titles in the vignette as well. So we've got a possible contender going down the line uh, in the next year, which is cool. Um, it looks like Charlotte Flair and Sonny Deville are going to be going at it, at possibly for the SmackDown title at some point. Uh, but Sonny Deville's... Um, I like this more aggressive attitude from Sonny Deville. You know, the hair up, square up stuff she used to do was brilliant, but we never really got to see it pan out. So I like this new way of doing it. Um, but I, I'm actually quite looking forward to uh, They haven't announced it yet, as far as I'm aware, but I think Sonny Deville versus Charlotte would be quite good, to be honest with you. I'm a little bit more invested um, in it than what I was in the last few months of Ronda Rousey's run in SmackDown, which is a shame because I like Ronda Rousey, but I couldn't, I couldn't give two shits about what was going on in these things. And, I, and they don't think they brought into the, um, you know, uh, bloody hell, what's her name? Shayna Baszler and um, Ronda Rousey. They didn't, I liked the idea of that. You may have remembered me saying it on the podcast, I, I like the idea of it, but they just never really got to that. I don't know, they didn't, I don't know. It just didn't seem to work. I thought it would work. I liked the idea of those two together, but it just didn't work for some reason. Um, so yeah, overall, SmackDown, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend this one, definitely. Uh, me and Tyler say it all the time, very much a case of it's not the longer show like Raw is. Um, but I'm going to, you know, if you're going to rate it, it's a bloody high rating. I, not, I don't really do ratings, but I was really impressed with it. Um, Kevin Owens getting good uh, good uh, traction now, heading to the Raw Rumble. Uh, I understand he's going to be taking on Sokoa. I think on SmackDown, unless it's on Raw. I'm not sure. There was only a couple of matches announced on Raw. I know the US title is going to be um, defended. Becky Lynch is taking on Bailey in a cage match. I think I mentioned that already in the previous show. But um, yeah, overall, great show. I think I've mentioned everything tag team wise. Very tournament heavy, but I liked it. A lot of matches. Um, yeah, I, I, that's I, there's I. It's, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to make it sound overly good, but um, it was good. Like I said, Hit Row. I liked with the whole Top Dollar and Ashante Adonis. Adonis's attitude has changed a lot since people were taking the make out of him. Angel Gaza and Carrillo. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Los Lotharios. I actually like that tag team. Um, so again, we got a lot of tag teams coming out of the woodwork. Um, 
And there's an interesting story on Raw with the whole uh, Hurt business, possibly. That's interesting. So, again, even, even now, I'm getting to that point now, This uh, quite early on in this year, where I'm interested in both shows again. I've liked Raw going. F- I've liked Raw in the past and going forward, but there's a lot more. I've said it before. There's a lot more co- consistency with stories, and like Raw leads into SmackDown, SmackDown leads into Raw. You know, stuff transfers over. Whether that's going to be going forward, I don't know, because obviously they are trying to split the tag team titles by the looks of it. When that happens, um, it's going to happen at some point. I just don't know how it's going to happen. Um, Maybe they'll do it, like I said, they'll do it in a sense of where the Usos defend the Raw tag team titles or the SmackDown and the Raw in the same night, one after the other, and maybe they do let uh, one of the tag team titles. What could be interesting, because Roman's technically SmackDown. Now, let's have, let's for argument's sake, let's have the Usos lose the SmackDown tag team titles, which forces them to be competitors on Raw because they have to defend the Raw tag team titles, which means they might not be around as much for Roman going forward. I mean, that would be quite cool, um, for, my, for my liking anyway. But there we go. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the Raw Rumble. Um, anything you want to add to this, you can, at In The Corner WWE on Twitter. Let us know. And you obviously, you know, we appreciate we appreciate you listening to SJP World Media, and I appreciate you listening to this show, um, and anybody that enjoys it, really. <laughs> um We'll start with the women's because there hasn't been many actually announced, to be totally honest with you. Um, but the list of participants for the Women's Royal Rumble at the moment, uh, as I sit here on the 22nd of January, is uh, Liv Morgan, and she was announced on January 6th on SmackDown. Uh, Candice LeRae um, from Raw uh, on January 9th. Uh, also on the same night, Rhea Ripley announced that she was going to be in it. That'll be, do you know what? Rhea Ripley is a bloody good shout for a win for this Rumble. That she has had so much momentum since Judgment Day has got, and the whole Dom thing and everything—it's been absolutely amazing. I don't talk about it enough, to be honest with you, because it's all about bloodline and stuff. But the Judgment Day is really good. Um, it does feel very centered around Rhea and Dom at the moment, which is not necessarily a bad thing for me. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez um, on the thirteenth, uh, she announced her, uh, um, her participation, and Shayna Baszler announced her participation this week on SmackDown. So those are the how many is that? One, two, three, five people, uh, five women uh, at the moment. So obviously that leaves a lot of, uh, there's a lot of slots to fill in that Royal Rumble, to be honest with you. Um, could we see um, Ronda Rousey? Possibly. Um, I understand Sasha Banks is elsewhere now, so, um, you know, she's not called that anymore. Um, so whether she's going to be maybe in it, maybe Trish comes back later. We've had those a few times. Um, could be a few call-ups from NXT, possibly. Um, I know Mandy Rose has been suspended or let go or whatever's going on with that at the moment. Whether she's um, going to be back in WWE, maybe she's serving... I don't actually know what's going on with that, to be honest. I should look that up, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it, there's so many... There's so many... Oh, so what's there's 20... There's five... There's freaking, you know, 25 left to go. So... Interesting to see who would be in the Women's Rumble this year. Um, uh, so the men, sorry, I was getting to. Right, so these are the ones that I, I'm aware of and I'm, uh, I've am i seen being announced, basically, is what I'm getting at you. So um, Karrion Cross, uh, Braun Strowman, which I did mention earlier, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus also, uh, Omos, uh, Gunther, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, uh, Baron Corbin, Austin Theory, Ricochet, 
uh, Santos Escobar, Kofi Kingston, and of course, pretty much everybody's guest to win the Rumble this year, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I did say on Wednesday's show that possibly, because we all kind of figured that's when he was going to come back, maybe because they've announced a big star like Cody and everybody's rooting for, is there going to be a bigger surprise than Cody? Um, Because I want to see Cody win the heavyweight championship. Of course I do. But does it have to be now? No, of course it doesn't. We could have another year. Maybe there's a different route this could go. Um, If they are going to split these... um, do you know? I just if they're going to split these titles from Roman, we might have to wait till Money in the Bank's been done, and then maybe, as I thought possibly would happen with Theory, because if they do two separate matches for Money in the Bank, one is for the Universal and one is for the WWE title, and Roman's still holding both. That is a legitimate way for me to get at least one of those bouts off him, if not both. Um, the, the, uh, you've got to say out of that list there, the, the favourite to win the Rumble is Cody Rhodes. I can't deny that. I'd like to deny it. <laughs> um, I don't think... Uh, yes, we. there's nothing wrong with winning the Rumble, going to WrestleMania and winning the title. It's been set in stone for years. It's a brilliant way of doing it, and I love the Royal Rumble, and I love uh, WrestleMania season. Could we see Cody do it differently? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying not do it. I'm just saying, could we could we have a different way of Cody becoming heavyweight champion? I think I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that, if that makes any sense to anybody. Hopefully it does. You can give me a tweet at in the corner WWE. Um, thank you very much for listening to the show. Cannot wait for Wednesday's show. We're having Sai and and Tyler coming on, um, and uh, we're going to be talking some Raw, and it's Raw 30 on Monday, guys. So I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, so many legends are going to be on Raw this Monday, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. I think um, for once. I'm going to enjoy the three-hour roar, I think. <laughs> so, and that Roman Reigns is going to be doing that. Uh, what is it? That uh, acknowledgement ceremony as well. So, yeah, I'm Benny Mac. This is in the corner. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again soon. Hey, yo!